0: Stay on top. All the headlines I need when I listen. At the top. It's important to know about the things that are going on around you. That could actually affect your daily life. News at the top. Every hour. The news I care about. The News Station. News Talk. 97.3 The Sky.
1: Good morning and welcome. It's 9.06 Time Check brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. Happy Hump Day, Trump Day, as one of the top stories Trump Gets a huge endorsement from Vivek Ramaswamy. Meanwhile, MSNBC and CNN refuse to air Trump's Iowa victory speech. Hmm, so much for free speech. Very nice. Yeah, we'll dig into that. But first, we've got Florida Ag Commissioner Wilton Simpson with us. Good morning, sir. How are you doing?
2: Doing great. How are you, Bob?
1: Doing fantastic. Uh, Well, up until I saw the story yesterday, I shared with my listeners, a Chinese billionaire secretly became the second largest foreign owner of U.S. land, almost 200,000 acres. Now, this was in Oregon, uh, and apparently the purchase was made during the Obama administration. Nobody during Trump's administration caught it. Here we are under Biden, and now it's just coming to light. Um, What are your thoughts on that? And... Can you force them to divest? What, what would you do if it was a Florida piece of uh, agriculture property?
2: Yeah, so um, we took action last year. It was one of the major issues that the Department of Agriculture pushed. We had great senators and representatives help, to help us with our bill. Last year, we banned um, our foreign enemies, and I believe there are seven different countries, um, from being able to buy uh, farmland in the state of Florida or around our military installations. So Florida has already taken action. Um, it was something that was very important to the not only the agriculture community, but the, you know we, we see that as national security. And um, this is ridiculous. And when you see I think that this gentleman that you're speaking of this um, this Chinese billionaire has um, bought most of his land out west. and um, but other states, and of course that's a very blue state. and um, they don't seem to have this same sense of urgency about our way of life and our national security that we do and um but the federal government and i know it's being proposed i just have no confidence that the federal government's actually going to do anything the next uh, 10 months um you know when president trump's back in office you know maybe at that time we'll be able to to get some of these things done but um you've got a just such a dysfunctional organization in washington as it relates to foreign enemies buying our lands here in, in the united states as our our southern border such a disgrace you you've got so many crises And the reality of it is, is you could fix most of it in 30 or 60 days if if common sense would prevail. And it's just not going to, or it has not to this point.
1: Right. No, good point. Now, what if there's Florida land, existing land, that was purchased previous to the state of Florida, you know, banning it? Is there any retroactivity here? Uh, Do we even know? Have we looked at companies and see if they're just shell companies for uh, Communist Party members?
2: Well, we are are taking a more aggressive approach now that the Department of Agriculture at the federal level is supposed to be notified anytime any of these four nationalists buy property, agriculture property here in the United States. And um, so we are taking a more aggressive look. And, yes, we said in the same bill, we said that I believe the number was five years, but we were trying to shorten it to three. But there's only a few years there that they have to surplus those lands. So there is a roadmap within the bill that where we do where we do have some of those uh, foreign enemies that own our property today in the state of Florida, they will have to divest that land over, it, certainly less than the next five years.
1: What about this cultured meat? I'm hearing more and more about it. You're for a ban of that. Why?
2: Yes, and so what? What we're talking about here is you've got your extreme extreme globalists that want to control your food production in the world, right? They want to control how you get your food. They they blame you know global warming and all these types of things. They've got to get rid of all these cattle farmers and and what happens when you get rid of your cattle farmers, you completely break your supply chain um, for our food supply in this country of beef. And you can do the same thing with pork or chicken or any other product. And that's what they're talking about doing is using a petri dish. With cultured meats and bio, you know, um, engineering type products to grow our food supply. And of course, you'd have one or two vendors in the world doing these things. And if we learned anything in the pandemic about our lack of supply chain, semiconductors, we don't produce them here. The price of used cars doubles during the pandemic because we don't make those things and we couldn't get a supply of them. Can you imagine a world? where you've lost all of your farmers because of some sort of a Petri dish growing meats. And they have 3D printers, by the way, now that will make these meats look like what you want it to look like.
1: Oh, my so you gosh. You can make it look
2: like a filet or a T-bone or anything. And we're just not going to have that in Florida. We want a very robust supply chain. Number two, if you had your food growing in a Petri dish, you can manipulate those foods any way the government sees fit not the way americans would want it or or and where americans are all different you may eat a different kind of beef you know out west or you know where there's grass fed or grains or what have you and you would lose all of those choices to you know this technology and they're doing this technology in the name of protecting global warming because cows have methane <laughs> we need to get rid of the methane that they produce and i'm just thinking how ridiculous it is um can people be right how ridiculous Can these folks that are and most of these are billionaires? They're elitist, and and um, that's that's
1: their um, goal. Like you said, if it's bioengineered, they can manipulate that. And um, what if they were not even doing it on purpose? Do we have long-term studies on bioengineered meat? I mean, doesn't the Food and Drug Administration have a a duty to the citizens to have a long-term study done of the health ramifications of some kind of fake meat?
2: Well I not uh, we, we you know the USDA gave I believe I read this now but the the USDA has given some approval for them to move forward and I'm just thinking you know just like in drugs um, and we've had to fight this drug wars for many many years and decades um, when you can manipulate a cultured meat in one minute right you can add another product to it you can add you can take things away you can add things you would have to have constant supply chain checks to make sure that there's not things going into these meats our products that um you know we wouldn't know that would be dangerous or could kill people or 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 any other long-term um catastrophes and i thought about this the other day i know a hundred cattlemen farmers family farmers in the state of florida that that raise cattle i could call any one of them buy a beef if i had to and put him in the freezer right right if you get down to this cultured meat you're going to know nobody in the in the farming industry you're going to and then you don't know what they're doing to your food. Now I know. I can see where that food is being raised. I can see where my plants are being raised, where my cattle are being – where the feed that feeds that cattle are being – was being grown. And you won't be able to do any of that. And you'll have basically a bunch of scientists, and and then you'll have politicians telling you what you should and shouldn't eat. You know, And, and they're, they're good at doing that in the liberal states, right? They not only – they want to do it their way. But then they want to, and if we want to do it differently, that's not okay. Right. Um, conservatives generally don't care what they do to themselves. We just don't want them doing to us. Yeah, so they're not satisfied yeah, don't, with that equation.
1: Don't, don't mandate. Don't force it on everybody. Hey, are there other ag issues that are coming to Capitol Hill that are important? We need to be aware of.
2: There are. There's two I'll mention um, very quickly. The tangible tax. Um, Your farmers that um, farm every day to supply us our food. By the way, 70% of all the vegetables on the eastern seaboard of the United States are being grown today in the state of Florida. Those farmers, all the equipment that they have, the facilities, the manufacturing, the packaging, they have to pay what is called a tangible tax on that equipment every year. And so in, and in some cases, it's tens of thousands of dollars mm-hmm. and, and on small farmers. And so by getting rid of that tax this year, it'll have to be done constitutionally. Um, that'll give those farmers again, mostly the smaller farmers, the larger farmers will ultimately overcome these taxes and regulation. This will give our fighting, our smaller farmers a fighting chance to stay successful and continuing to grow their business. And that's exactly what we need. That's a big deal with the tangible tax. The, the voters of the state of Florida will have the last word in November because it has to be done constitutionally. And then the other one I'll mention this year, the FFA and 4-H kids. FFA stands for Future Florida Future Farmers of America, and in those youth programs, they do, <laughs> most school boards do not allow for an excused absence for an FFA or a 4-H um, class or an outing or a field trip. So the state law this year, we hope to change it to say, no, those are excused absences. We want more children involved in agriculture, learning about agriculture, going out to the farms and seeing agriculture. And so that's the way that we're we're proposing to give it as an excused absence, so more parents may enroll their children in those type of activities.
1: Well, as usual, you bring us a uh, plenty of information. We appreciate it, Ad Commissioner Wilton Simpson, and uh, we appreciate you coming uh, to us fresh from Florida.
2: Yes, sir, Bob. Well, thank you for having me.
1: <laughs> I was getting a little uh, trademark plug in there for him. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, but he, it. It? I'm not sure he acknowledged it. He's is it, it checked in the mail? Yeah, it's, it's on the way. Okay. He's going to send me some fresh vegetables. There you go. That we supply to the whole eastern seaboard. I must yes. learned something from And hopefully they won't be taxed. Right? Yeah. Nine sixteen on the Bob Rose Show. Good morning. Coming up in 30 minutes or less, things that make you smile. Also, more headlines on the way as well. You're listening to 97.3 The Sky.